This is a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. DJs and MCs, DJ, he gets it out. Listen to this jockey's introduction to two DJs in a mic with your host, DJ Mike. Is that a timetable? And DJ JP. Well, get on it. It's your time. Give me the mic. issues but welcome again everybody to another edition of two djs and one mic yeah uh, we're honored to have one of shot time's finest the kung fu dj yes yeah. yes how you doing how you doing sir fantastic man man fantastic. i like that background it, it almost looked like you're floating <laughs> yeah that's uh that. that that's what i use that's what i use for my live show on TikTok. oh, oh okay oh, yeah. okay uh, so what type of live shows do you do on TikTok? Man, I created something called the Grow Dojo, right? Where people can come and, uh, you know, hopefully have some fun, listen to some uh, some fun music, some fun upbeat house beats, mm -hmm. where, I, where I drum on top and demonstrate some kung fu and dance a little bit because I can't help myself. Okay. And, uh, so what did you come up with that name, though? And what does that name mean for the show? The Grow Dojo? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I think I think it's important to strive in life, you know, mm -hmm. and and have the self-awareness to grow 
Because uh -huh. a lot of people get real comfortable, you know. So, uh, I wanted to go along with the kung fu theme, so wanted to call it the dojo. Okay. And, and uh, I'm like, well, here's a place where you can have fun and get a little perspective on life. So I called it the Grow Dojo. The Grow Dojo. I like that. I like, I like that. that. All right. Well, we're gonna jump right in and. Uh, good evening and welcome in everybody. Hello, hello. Who's ever jumping in? Yes, and if you have any questions for our guests, please, you know, drop a comment. Yeah, drop your comment. Do it, please. Arian uh, Rosen, is that one of your friends? Ariana, yeah, yeah that's Ariana. My lady. Okay, that's my lady. Yeah. Okay. How you doing, ma'am? How look you at, doing, Ariana? Look at him with the big cup of tea. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm over here. I'm over here working on this uh, dandelion root tea. Oh, oh, okay, down the line. All right. Oh my goodness. All right. All right. Let's jump right in, Mike. Okay. So, so when did you start DJing, and why? Man, I started DJing uh, when I was eighteen. Okay. I joined a, a mobile DJ company out here in Chicago uh, that specialized in bar and bat mitzvahs, and uh, I actually, um, I actually started off as a dancer first for this company. And then uh, I saw people on the microphone and I was like, yo, let me get that mic. <laughs> right? <laughs> because I'm a, if, if you know me, if, if you know, my name is Brandon Brown, by the way. And uh, if you know me, I love Michael Jackson and I love MC Hammer. No. So I stepped into this world, into this DJ industry, like I said, that specialized in bar and bar mitzvahs. And I saw MCs on stage with dancers and a DJ in the back. And I'm like, yo, man, this is, I, I want to do this. So I'm like, yo, give me the mic, figured out how to how to become an MC. And uh, I feel it's important that, you know, the more you know, the more valuable you are. So I was like, yo, I might as well learn how to DJ too, since I'm here. So did you come in through Mars too? Did you hook up with Mars or- did No, you no, I, um, I knew of Mars. Okay. Uh, okay. Because he had left the company that I just joined. Okay. To start his own thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. So, but uh, Mars is, you know, he's awesome. Yeah. He's so been, uh, when did you, so you started DJing and why did you get, why did you get into, besides that, what made you want to be just, to start DJing too. So did you stop doing other things or did you just jump into DJing once you uh, once you Man. started doing it? Did you do DJing more or did you do everything? Dance too. So uh, I started off in this industry as a dancer. Uh -huh. And then I would say probably like a, a year into it, maybe a little bit less, I picked up the microphone, wanted to become an MC. Uh -huh. uh, again, I really liked you know, growing up as a kid watching MC Hammer be so dynamic and, and magnetic and charismatic uh, with mm -hmm. the microphone and dancing. I'm like, that's that's what I want to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and then DJing, I just felt that it was, like I said, important to pick that up and have that skill as well, especially if I'm going to be in this industry. Um, so believe it or not, DJing is not my main thing. Uh, it's just something I can also do. I'm mainly an MC. Oh wow! Okay, wow, didn't know that. Didn't know that. So, fun fact. 
how did you come up with the idea of mixing the martial arts and DJing, or did what did that come about? Well, before we do that, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> when did you start, or when did you get into martial, martial arts, and why? Yeah, um, I went on a trip to Florida with my parents to visit some of their friends, mm -hmm. and uh, this dude's name was Chico, and he was a uh, big into. I think it was. I think it was judo, and he was showing me a few things. And uh, I'm 19 years old at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I came back from that trip and I was like, you know what? I just started working for this DJ company. I'm making money for myself. I really, have, I've always wanted to take martial arts. I've kind of got this like superhero persona. Like I love superheroes, like all superheroes. Oh, okay. And so Good I'm and like, bad. huh? Good and bad? Uh. I mean, like, I like the hero. I like the good guys, you okay. know. Okay. Uh, but, but like anything, like, you you need that balance, right? You you gotta yeah. have the the good and the bad. Um, that's life. So, yeah, came right. back from this trip talking about bad. judo, and uh, I look, <laughs> yo, this is gonna date me, right? So I'm 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 19 years old, and I I open up a phone book. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and for I was those of you through, that don't know what that is. That yeah, is yeah. For those of you that don't know what a phone book is, phone yeah, yeah, we used to have to look up phone numbers in the phone book, and yeah. everybody was in there. That's how you, you know, yeah. you look them up and go through the pages. So you was in the yellow pages looking for judo. I was, in, I was in the yellow pages. Went to M for martial arts, and started weaseling my way down. And I'm like, yo, eight martial arts taught as one. That sounds interesting. Mm. I go and try a free class. And, uh, you know, 20 plus years later, I'm now an assistant instructor at that school. Oh, wow. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Wow. Yeah, thank wow. you. Thank you so much. Okay. So now to the question. So how did you decide to intertwine those? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I have to start with COVID. COVID. Uh, what? What? We thought you've been doing it much longer than that. I thought wow. I saw you at Mobile Beat before COVID doing the uh, Kung Fu DJ. Man, Kung Fu DJ started January of 2021. What? So, okay, so it was uh, it wasn't Mobile Beat. It was Max at the Takeover that you introduced Kung Fu DJ, right? So that was my first live performance as Kung Fu DJ. What? Right, so I got to see your first live performance. Okay. Yes. All right. So that's when you burst on the scene with the, the drums and the DJ. So we, we noticed uh, from your background that you're a drummer. So did you do that in school or? Yeah, you... man. Yeah. I um, I started drumming late. You know, most people start an instrument in third grade, fourth grade, right? Uh -huh. I actually started drumming uh, in eighth grade and really didn't get going with it until high school. So I was playing catch up as far as you know just just learning how to drum and learning how to read music and being a part of band and orchestra um and then uh i remember being a, a freshman in high school and seeing a drum line live in person for the first time and being like yo this sound is incredible and uh it just really resonated with me and so uh practice 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 uh Mind you, the freshman year was the first time I saw a, a drum line in person. I really wanted to play snare drum. 
And so I practiced for two years and uh, I hopped on the snare line as a junior. And then I was the captain of the drum line uh, my senior year. So whatever you do, you dive full, full fledged into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so we got drums. We got martial arts. Yeah. Uh, dancing, DJing, MCing. So you started to mix them all together. Yeah, man. So COVID hit, right? And it all, it, it, it hurt us all real bad Uh huh. in our own individual way. Cause like we were all dealing with COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you throw on top of that, all your own personal, whatever you got going on. Uh huh. And uh, I think the, the big thing for me was I had ruptured my Achilles tendon out of town. I was on vacation um, and I ruptured my Achilles tendon, wow. didn't know what happened. I'm, I was on a 10 day trip in Hawaii uh, with some family. And so this happened New Year's Eve going into 2020 mm-hmm. and uh, you know, couldn't move my leg, didn't know what, what happened at the time. So I'm rolling around in a scooter <laughs> in Hawaii, just, you know, just, just completely humbled Yes. by the fact that I can't walk and very nervous that, oh man, when I get back, mm. you know, what is this going to be? So I get back home and talk to my chiropractor and he sets me up with an MRI and find out I ruptured my Achilles tendon. And I asked the surgeon, I said, Hey, so how long is this going to take for me to to heal? He said a year. And I was like, I got to work like next week. What do you mean? (laughs) He's like, you you need surgery ASAP. And uh, man, I didn't know what depression was. I thought it wasn't a real thing. I thought that your mind is much stronger than whatever you got going on. And and now I I still do believe that. Uh Uh-huh. But this perspective that I gained from not being able to dance or um, do martial arts or go to work, right? And do the thing that I do to provide for my family, man. uh, So I was pretty devastated by that. And then COVID hit three months later. Mm. Um, All my personal relationships were on the rocks. Um, I had two children under three at that time. Wow. And I am broken mentally, physically. And uh, yeah, it was just, um, it was a really difficult time. It was a really difficult time. I, uh, I didn't practice martial arts for eight months. Um, I took the physical therapy super seriously because, you know, uh, as, as you could tell, you give me a, a task mm-hmm. and, uh, that I'm going to go for it. So physical therapy was like number one on my list to get this leg back. I had complete atrophy of my left leg. Like mm-hmm. all the muscle went away. Wow. Quad, calf, gone. You know, I was in a cast for, I think, five five weeks, maybe mm-hmm. longer than that. Um, so yeah, uh, it was, it was devastating and it, it took a toll on my personal life. Um, and, um, 
Yeah, it's hard to think about, even though yeah, I, I, yeah. You know, I share, yeah. I share it a lot. Because it's part a lot of my story. A lot of us in a, in a lot of different well, ways. Well, for him, it was his Achilles yeah. more than COVID. Yeah, so, but that on top of yeah, it, and then yeah. being stuck in the house and probably not being, were you able to go to physical therapy or did you have to do it from home and create no, your no, own? No, I, I could go. I could still drive, right? Uh -huh. um, and, you know, the physical therapy was awesome. I did physical therapy for three three months mm -hmm. three months twice a week um so that that definitely helped and then i just continued on when when that was over but man you know i um another fun fact i uh at the time was drumming for the bulls drum line okay and wow. uh i also still currently drum for the chicago bears drum line you know so there was all kinds of stuff going on that like like i missed the the uh, the all-star game drumming at the all-star game because it was in Chicago at that time. And, uh, you know, I was just, I was missing, uh, walking around carrying my newborn child. Uh, there was just a lot of things that, uh, that, that hurt me, you yeah. know, that, that hurt me, uh, just not being able. And I told myself, it took me a little while. I told myself, I get this leg back and it's on, you know, I'm not, uh, once I rebuild this leg, I will do whatever I it takes to become unstoppable. So after that, when did it, uh, so that's when you started to develop that win in mid COVID somewhere in COVID. Yeah, mid COVID, I started to develop this mindset, mm -hmm. you know, um, or just kind of re I've always had this like, go, go getter attitude, mm -hmm. like, like, like you noticed. Yeah. And um, but COVID really helped me fine tune that. Uh, I spent some time living with my parents, which was uh -huh. really, really beautiful. Um, I spent three months with them, maybe, maybe six. Wow, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, it was, it sounded like it was rough and it took a real toll on you. So, so you put it all together and did you live stream it before you took it public at uh, at Max? Yeah, so I think Mex was 22, right? Uh, yeah, I yeah. think February 22, something like February that. February 22, yeah. yeah. So like I said, I turned I turned to TikTok January of 21 because I, I was like, all right, I'm really missing entertaining. Uh -huh. You know, I'm really missing it terribly. I live for putting smiles on people's faces. I live for that. And if you add music and dancing and, you know, all those things that come with a fun party setting, it's like, how do I get back to that since we are living in such uncertain times as far as, especially for entertainers? Yeah. And then I noticed, you know, people were jumping on, DJs were jumping on Twitch and jumping on Facebook, TikTok and, and Facebook. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, at that time, like, I would DJ in clubs and stuff like that here and there throughout my career. But again, it was never my main thing. It was just something I also could do. Okay. And so uh, I quickly went to TikTok and figured out how to get a thousand followers. Cause that's how you, you had to get a thousand followers in order to go live. Yeah. As soon as I got that thousand, I turned on TikTok live said, welcome to the Grodo Joe. I'm the Kung Fu DJ and I'm here to lift you up. And uh, <laughs> that, I mean, you know, when it comes to COVID, you you look back and you're like, man, that was a rough time. 
but I'm so thankful. Yeah. I'm so thankful. And 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 that's another perspective that I've I've gained over the past few years is to like really lean into gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the tough times. Yeah. Because you can always take a bad situation, no matter how bad, and find the positive in it. And the positive in COVID for me was the Kung Fu DJ was born. Yeah. That's good. So what kind of response did you get from your audiences when you first started doing it? Bro, this right here? <laughs> so, so, so much. Uh, I, I think it was like, it was a combo. It was 50-50 love and hate. <laughs> Mm. Hate? Why were they hating? Oh man, uh, people were thinking that I was being uh, defensive. I mean, uh, offensive. Dis- yeah, offensive. yeah, like like I was trying to be offensive to the Asian culture, and that's like, yo, martial arts has shaped my life, and you know who who is anyone to tell anyone what they should or shouldn't wear? If you like it, rock it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my hair, man, uh, I got a lot of flack for my hair. And I still do, which is strange, you know, but so, it's fine. Everyone's got uh, an opinion. I, I have a question. Yeah, yeah. Hit me with that question. So is it, did you do that or what? I mean, how is that? What was the process? What's the process of getting the, or is it real or is it memorized? Oh, or... oh bro, it's, it's my hair. <laughs> this is my hair. So March 2017. Uh, within about a month's time, three people had died uh, that were fairly close to me. Uh-huh. And that that kind of hit me like, yo, I'd like to think that I have a long time on this earth, but man, you just never know. No, you don't. You don't. And so I've always wanted to rock this monk, this warrior monk style haircut. <laughs> always. Like for a yeah. long time, I just didn't have the, the carriage. Yes. So you just decided to do it, just cut it off. Bro, so and I you- had I had a bald head, right? And if you could imagine, I, I just imagine. started I just started growing out the back. And people, man, I heard it all, <laughs> man. I heard it all. The hey, you missed the spot. Head. You you know, did you forget to tip your barber? Man, like what you know, just <laughs> So you so have many. the bo- you have the bozo, but it grew in the back. Yeah, it was it was definitely puffy, right? <laughs> <laughs> but see, like, uh, so perfect example, right? Like, I had a vision. I yeah. knew, and I told myself, okay, this is this is basically a social experiment, right? Yeah. To see so. to see who was really gonna rock with me, or just straight up be rude and and inconsiderate, uh, and just you know, make fun of me. So and, how did it go? How did it go early on? It was, how was it? Oh, uh, yeah. People, people were confused. And like I said, they didn't see the vision. This is the vision. And I told myself, when my hair gets to the way I envision it looking, which it does now, I told myself I will have mastered something. I don't know what that is. So again, this is 2017 that I started growing my hair out like this with zero intention of creating Kung Fu DJ. Wow. <laughs> and now, now, as you can see and tell, it's a huge part of my look. Yes, very much so. When, yeah. we, so, when it's up close and personal, very much so. So let me ask you this. So Hit me with it. 
So do people seek you out for your unique skill set and and you know what you bring to the table? Or is it more so the kung fu look or the, just the you know that it's something different? How how do they respond to it? Yeah, how do they what are your responses when when you do your events? Yeah, man. So I uh, I haven't done a ton of events yet as the Kung Fu DJ. I uh, mainly am an MC and do bar and bat mitzvahs still here on the North Shore, North Shore of Chicago. Okay. Um, yeah. So I go out as Brandon Brown and I work for a company called Famous DJ Entertainment. And uh, there's a lot of great mobile DJ companies mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Um, so I'm just thankful to be uh, part of. Uh, a team that's really strong and we go out and we do our thing and we have a, a really good time. I'm really confused. So what made you say, you had to submit a tape for takeover, right? Yes. So what made you put all that together and submit a tape as a Kung Fu DJ for the um, the mobile DJ show? Cause I thought it was an opportunity for me to, to showcase myself as the Kung Fu DJ, as this new um, so, character like, that I developed, my yeah, avatar. So like your biggest part is doing the shows, right? Because that's where we all know you from and respect you from. Is like I've seen you at uh, Max, I've seen you Marquee, yep. you were at DJ X. Uh, so that means I've been a lot of places too. And I have yeah, to do this real quick. Tyler Wallace, have you heard about? Have you talked to him yet? From Harvest the Sound, uh, Harvest the Sound in Boston. Man, I'm not too sure. He told me he has a ticket for you. All you got to do is get there, and they're going to take care of you. They want you to come and be a part of this show. Really? Yes. Yo. That- <laughs> yeah, so I told him I would make sure I mentioned that to you. But so once when you submitted your tape, what, what was the feedback you got from uh, Washburn and all of them? <laughs> Love Chris Washburn. Yeah. Um, he's a, he he's is such a solid cat. <laughs> he is such a solid cat. Um, yeah. I, uh, the feedback from the tape, I don't know if I necessarily got like too much direct feedback from the tape. I just, you know, was one of the chosen ones to perform. So, um, and I just saw it as a great opportunity to perform in front of the toughest crowd, which is my peers. You're damn right about that. So what type of uh, responses do you get from your peers when you perform? Um, I think, I think, I think most dig it. Um, they, uh, I think a lot of people, you know, I get a lot of, it's very unique, right? I've never seen anything like it. You know, um, of course people laugh, people laugh at me. Even people like that are like close to me. Uh, I've seen them just laugh, uh, you know, directly in, in recordings. And I think that's okay, you know, because my goal isn't to come out here and be the best martial artist, drummer, DJ, MC, you know, that's not the goal. The the goal is to put a smile on your face. So whether you get something uplifting from me, whether it be these motivational quotes I share called Mm -hmm. knowledge drops, or you laughing because you're seeing something different. Yeah. That's good with me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just wondered, because the first time I was like, what, what is this gentleman doing? And I, I mean, 
I admired the bravery to get up there and do that because I was like, man, this, you know, we were like, what? And then the way you kind of, I won't say stay in character, but that's actually you all the time in that outfit, everywhere you go at all the conferences, you got on the Kung Fu gear. And yeah. I mean, but that's why I don't understand why it's not a DJ thing, but it's, do you do it with your MC stuff too at your bar mitzvahs? No, no, no. I have a completely different look. I rock a hat. You know what I'm saying? I don't really, I don't really showcase my hair. When I uh, do bar and bat mitzvahs, I, I go out as Brandon Brown, the MC. Okay, oh, so wow. so now I have a slew of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with them. Here we go. Yeah. So I'm loving this, by the way, and I'm so thankful and grateful for y'all inviting me on your show. I really appreciate it. Oh, oh no, no, no. We we've seen you. I've been. In, we wanted to grab you at uh, Marquee, but we yes. didn't get a chance to talk to. You. And it was Keith didn't have a setup right. I'm sorry, Keith. I know you own you, but he didn't have a setup right. <laughs> I love the Marquee show, man. It's a good show. But this year he's gonna have a setup right with our own space where everybody can see us, where everybody knows we are. So, and we had a lot of times where we were trying to grab people during lunch or this, that, and the other, trying to interview folks, and so yeah. it was kind of crazy. But this year we're gonna do it much better. And uh, the great thing about Boston already, he already says he has a room for a setup. All we got to do is show up. And start awesome. broadcast. So, what's the date of that Boston Jam? Uh, this is my first time going. It's called Harvest the Sound. Harvest the Sound, and it's uh, December the tenth through the thirteenth in Boston. But he told me he reached out to you and tried to get to you. But yeah, so we'll I, make that happen. I think he has a question on here. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. All right, I, I'm gonna read the question, and then I have some questions for you. Okay, hit me with it. Says I was able to experience your performance in Chicago with the avatar of Kung Fu DJ. Do you have a particular genre that you prefer? I'm from yeah. Chicago, man. I love house music. <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah. House music. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you're yeah. a dancer too, so I'm a I'm a dancer first. Yeah. So were you out there dancing at all with Mars them at the at uh the Absolutely. I'm trying to remember. I know because uh, Romeo and all of them were out there having a good time. And some girl, she was just killing it. I can't remember who that girl was, but yeah, y'all were digging that house, man. I mean, yeah, I, there, there's a couple females that are awesome out here. You're like, my girl Ariana, she 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 can dance for real. Okay, okay. yeah, I've seen her. But going to your questions, whatever this is, we gotta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, for me, hold on. no, come on. Okay, for me, is this you know. My wife has a question for you. She said, what inspired Kung Fu DJ? Well, what inspired it? That's what we're trying to, what we really want to know is, so what made you put them two together? So was it TikTok or during COVID and you just said, I'm going to get on and DJ and let the Kung Fu out? Or Oh, so go? check it out. I got you. I got you. So yeah. probably 15 years ago, okay. I created an Instagram handle, right? The Kung Fu DJ. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, I need to come up with a name for Instagram. I'm like, I am a DJ and I practice Kung Fu. I'm the Kung Fu DJ. So that name is very old. <laughs> it is, but <laughs> it's very old. Yeah. And then like when yeah. I was, you know, down in the dump. Very old. Yeah, one is much older than the other, but yeah. That's cool. But 
Yeah, we was just wondering how did how did it match yeah. or where did the mesh come together and what made you create it? But that was long before the end. So you just so what did you do with the Instagram handle? Did you do anything with it or you just put it out? Man, it, it was just my personal page. The Kung Fu. Like I was just I was just sharing my life. So you were already in that mindset somewhat to be the Kung Fu DJ. No, no, it was just a name. But, so but how did you hatch it? Where, where did it come from? I mean, how did you put the two together? Yeah, you I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, Please I'll tell you, tell you. before he blow so, up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the questions coming in. It's not me, man. Everybody wants it. to know because we've been talking about it. this show and they want to know how did this brother decide to mix comfort with DJ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I said, I came up with the handle, the name a long time ago. And then... Um, when I when I downloaded TikTok, I was like, well, let me just keep the same handle. And then I'm like, yo, if I'm gonna go DJ live on TikTok and I'm the Kung Fu DJ, like, what does that look like? Who Who is that? And again, I've been growing out my hair. I'm like, okay, the hair is a part of it. I'm like, well, yeah. let me go ahead and look up Kung Fu jacket or Kung Fu top on Amazon. And I'm like, Kung Fu pants. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. And then I, I'm like, uh, uh, my drum teacher, his name is Carlos, phenomenal drummer. Uh -huh. His wife does these beads. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always been a fan of the beads. So I started supporting her. I'm like, yo, let me get some beads. Like, <laughs> you know, and I got, I got some, I got, I think I got some beads from a friend too. And uh, I was like, yeah, that's a part of it. That's a part of the beads. Yeah. Yeah. And because, uh, you know, these carry energy. Yes. And um, man, I'm all about energy. Yo, check it. Do you have your equipment hooked up and everything? Oh, yeah. I plan actually, uh, I'm going to open the dojo tonight. I don't know what time yet, but probably shortly. I probably need to charge my phone a little bit. But uh, yeah, man, I, I like the bracelet. So that's I, I like what the just came up and you said, okay, since I got the handle, I got the look. I'm going to introduce this to the world. Yeah. And then uh, so I turned on the camera and I was like, let me let me DJ and, and drum. And that was it. And then I'm like, OK, let me start messing with the camera, you know, <laughs> and and doing all this. Yeah. And uh, and I couldn't help myself but dance because that like I, I hear a track that, you know, moves me. Man, music speaks to my soul, no matter how I'm feeling, you know, when I go out and do events. As Brandon Brown, man, I could be sick, I could be sad, I could be whatever, man. That music come yeah, on. Yeah. We all are on that part on music. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, with that, uh, and I downloaded this app called Motivation at the uh -huh. time, right? Because I'm I'm coming out of this really dark place. Uh-huh. And lifting myself up. And I downloaded this app called motivation where I get 10 motivational quotes a day and they would always come right on time throughout my day. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it was, it was almost eerie, but then I'm like, yo, that's the universe. So I was like, people need to hear this. And so I started sharing them while DJing, while drumming, you know, and uh, I called them knowledge drops. And the reason I call them knowledge drops is because in order for something, for example, a plant to grow, you gotta you gotta water it. You gotta give it some droplets of water. And I'm like, mm -hmm. if I want to inspire people that are watching me to grow, I've got to give them little drops to think about. Mm -hmm. 
little droplets of knowledge. And uh, that's why I call them knowledge drops. They're motivational quotes that have done uh, significant. Uh, so you help me a lot. You know, help me a lot. But Mike, go ahead and get your questions in before yeah. I get back into mine. Yeah. Let, let, let's young, get some questions. Young Gumbo over here. <laughs> So, I'm loving this, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm, I'm, we're, we're grateful uh, for you being on. And, yeah. And and I just think my question is centered around, you know, you've discovered something. You've discovered, you know, yourself in in different ways. And when I hear you say that you only do or you only bring out kung fu DJ at certain places. It just puzzles puzzles me. Why are you holding that back? Why why not just you know why not just bring that out? So you know I'm gonna say this real quick before you answer that. I was thinking the same thing. You need an agent. You're already tied to the NBA. You could do that at halftime in every arena in the in America. Wow. You, you probably hadn't thought about that. That's what we're here for. We have other people that we're about to sign to contract. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> oh my God. But, but I'm serious because I was thinking about that. I was like, why not? You you already connected, man. Why not say, can I perform at halftime at like uh, the Bulls game or at a, the, you know, maybe not the Bears game, but at the Bulls game? Can I do that at halftime? It's great. great. I, it's, you it's, never thought about that? Absolutely right. It's, uh, it's all on my radar, you know, and, um, Hey, we don't have much time. You know, <laughs> the clock is always ticking, baby. So you should have basketball season on the way. You should be like, can I do a preseason game? You know, yeah. I, I, that's just thought. But go ahead. Yeah. Mike. I, well, I just well, want to make sure I didn't miss yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think- love the ideas, man. And, and, you know, the people that are supportive and are intrigued uh, do give me amazing ideas just like oh, yeah. that. You because- know, so. I, I really appreciate it, man. I sure. I do plan to take this to the world stage. That is my that is my oh, ultimate goal. You're three years in, and the only thing you do is DJ conferences. That's the only place you ever DJ with this is at DJ conferences. So I DJ at a place um, which is kind of like a bar setting to uh-huh. as kung fu DJ. That was like my first. It is my first gig um, as kung fu DJ. Um, but I'm still, you know. Like you said, it's, it's two years old, two, three years old, and I'm still, like, just building the thing. Yeah, but we all know you, and you're in a community where you touch people everywhere. Look, you, it was 2,000 DJs at DJX. It was quite a yeah. few. You were on stage. You were running things, walking around, doing everything. See, I'm like the mouse in the house. I'm always paying attention to everything. I don't, I don't, don't everybody know me, but I'm paying attention, watching, seeing what people are doing. I saw you had your little booth in the back back there and all of that. So I, I, I take a lot of mental notes and keep up with everything that's going on. But uh, yeah, I really want to play at festivals like that. I feel like. Yeah, everybody wants to do festivals, but you can make more money in short periods of time playing at halftime at games. Hmm. And less work. Yeah. And back, back. Go ahead. Back to your question. Back to this. Uh, y'all, y'all hit me with some stuff. I'm yeah. loving it. Well, I mean, that's why we put them in the hot seat, babe. We want to ask the questions. Everybody, we're going to answer things that everybody want to know. Yeah. So back to these questions. Um, don't, I have a quote. I mean, I have a statement and then I have a question. Okay. Um, Jeff is right in the sense of, you know, 
time wait waits for, for no, no one. one. No. It waits for no one. And and you've went through this whole journey. And and I talk about this all the time. Life prepares you for everything that you're going through. So right. you went through this whole journey, you know, all of these different stages. You went through being ridiculed with growing your hair, and Lord knows how bad that was. I mean, uh, I still am. Yeah. Well, and I'm just saying the you know, the carriage that it takes to do what you're doing. Yeah, and not stop. Because yeah. a lot of people would have gave up and say that yeah. it's probably and me. I probably gave up as soon as somebody says I'm crazy to me. And not only that, you know, you have so many people that they can't even own who they are yeah. or who they want to be. And here you are, you've taken that and grabbed that and you're doing that. My man, that's oh. exact. How can I? How can I encourage people? How can I step out? Well, you already have because the the industry has embraced you because people are asking for you to come and do things. He asked me to have you come and either perform and play a set or do whatever. So people, I really want to make that happen. If I can, I will be there. Yeah, people have, and we want you to sit down live with us and talk to us live if if you get to come because we're already going. And uh, but. Yeah, yeah, gumbo is on. <laughs> but yes, and my wife said it carriage builds character. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. Uh and I'm just saying it it takes a lot to do what you do. Oh yeah. And the last thing that I think that you need to do is not do what you do. You need to do more of what you do. Yeah. Don't you know you're 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 in cage you're putting the lion in the cage yeah when it has all of this jungle out here to just roam yeah you know it's you know people people gravitate to originality people they gravitate to carriage and and people willing to just be themselves do you know the guy that djs i don't know if he djs for the bulls or not he's a indian dj and he plays the drums too. You know who I'm talking about, right? Do you know him? That's DJ Illist. Yes. Okay. Me and him did a wedding together here in Dallas. And I met him through that. And uh he's doing what you're doing. He's just not in the character, but he's drumming and DJing too. Uh, that, you know? So he's my homeboy. Yeah. Right? Like, like I know him and uh I think he's phenomenal. Yeah. And he's the one I got the drum pad idea from. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. Because so, I've always wanted to incorporate. I've always wanted to incorporate drumming and uh -huh. DJing. I just didn't know how. Like I've I've played acoustic drums along with a DJ. Like I used to DJ uh, with a friend back in the day at a bar, and I would bring my drum set and just back him up. I think that's. But so cool. you know that it's, it was really really fun. Um, but like that only works to a certain extent with the pad patching into one of the channels, you know, I have control over the volume of the drums, which is like the most important piece to me in making sure that the drums line up with whatever I'm playing musically with the track. And when I saw Illis for this first time, I was like, that's yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it like you. I have it already in my head how I'm going to do it. But that machine, that's the ticket. I use yeah. a Roland S. Yeah, so it's, it's good to know you know him. But Mike is right, man. You need to put it out there, different things, and 
just do stuff. What uh, do you your, I think your girlfriend just chimed in and said he needs to start his own festival. Now, <laughs> how, do you, how do you plan to get in a festival if you don't unleash the beast? Right, right. So I'm gonna page and you're not showing it to anybody. How can it get out there? I mean, yeah, we all DJs. Most of us are mobile DJs, wedding DJs. Right. So we I am too. We can't get you to a festival. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta get your you gotta be in front of the right people, or the right people gotta see it for you to get to the next level. And, and my man, go to these conferences. Another one of these wife questions. My wife had a question, she said. Do you do weddings? And if you do them, would you do them as Kung Fu DJ? Or has anybody ever asked you to do their wedding as Kung Fu DJ? Um, I've had a few people ask. I usually don't, though. You know why? Uh, because I I do them through this company as myself, Brandon Brown. But you're Kung Fu DJ. Uh, <laughs> I love the loyalty and all of that, but. Uh, you, if you wanted to get exposure and make more money off of it, you got to let the you got to unleash unleash the hounds, man. Let it. Yo, y'all, y'all are y'all are really inspiring me and giving me like even more courage than you. Uh, yeah, you. you know, I, don't, I, have. I don't yeah. man. Uh, if if I had a unique set of skills or something different, even if it was out of, I mean, the, the thing is, it's out of character, and you. And you just wear your character. You prancing around. Well, it's not even. It's not even. Let's let's take away character. I mean, he's, he's just what he is. But yeah. I'm just saying, it's that's a different one. People think about character. Yeah. They think about something Costumes different. Yeah, like, yeah. No, this is who he is. Yeah. So. Right. It is me. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's. I I joke about being it being my avatar like. My ultimate form of Brandon Brown is is the Kung Fu DJ. <laughs> okay, read this last comment that uh, uh, one of our writers just put in there. Can you see that? You got to start your own business. I do have my own business, okay. and I created my own business. I'm I can't believe you're actually shy. I, I really can't believe this. Is that what you're picking up on? I mean, when you're on stage and when I see you around, it's different. Well, you're kind of shy because, you you know, at the conferences and stuff, you kind of like handle your business and you're not all loud and talkative like something. I don't think it's the shyness, Jeff. I mean, I'm talking about... I think it's more of being humble. Humble, humble. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll use humble. I'll let yeah, you have humble. I, I'll yeah. give you humble tonight. I just think it's more of being humble. I don't think it's shy. Okay. I no, he's not shy because he yeah you no know, show me in front of a crowd. I'll take a microphone. Let's go. You know, yeah. I just think I just think sometimes us being in a certain mindset, it may be in a peaceful mindset, mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. sometimes stops us from pushing yeah from going more to in level. certain directions. Okay, and I think it's more of that because I'm just saying you have the skill set, you have something that's unique that's you and you're not acting yeah. you're being you original most yeah. of yeah. the people that you come in contact with you get them behind closed doors yeah, you're like, oh, who the hell that, are you yeah <laughs> right right so, no i yeah, yeah. so i'm so, just saying this i just think you need to be more you yeah. for it for you yeah thank you, you. Know, i love that i'm just saying because hey I saw you performed up at, at Marquee. Jeff had told me about it when he first saw you, you know, and I saw you. I'm like, man, you know what? That was pretty cool. Yeah. And I appreciated you. you being you. Yeah. When I looked Thank at it, I said, oh, this is not an act. This is who he is. Yeah. I appreciated that more. That took away when people say, oh, he's being offensive. 
toward the Asian coach. I didn't take it as that. I said, you know what? This dude appreciates martial arts. Yeah. I'm just saying for a person to grow their hair like a Shaolin monk, that takes courage. Yeah. Because people are always looking at you when people, you go out like that. People are There's cruel, no way around. Cruel, cruel, cruel. So but you know what, my man? That but that's them. Yeah, I know yeah, that's yeah. them. That's their I'm, own insecurity. Yes, of course. Of course. Yeah. But yeah, so I recognize cruel. that and I empathize with yeah. that. And I have compassion towards that because it's like, oh. man, you maybe you look at me and you you make fun of me, but you just really honestly wish you could do that yourself. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, some people do. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I'm not saying my hair exactly. I'm just saying do whatever it is they want to do. So I have to ask another nosy question. So, what nationality are you? Yeah, great question. So, my mom is white. My dad is black. I did that 23andMe test, you know, because uh, I was I I thought I was all these things growing up, and uh, I found out after the 23andMe that I am um, what is it? Uh, French. I think Polish and uh, Sub-Saharan African. Okay. Wow. Okay. Congrats. Congrats. Uh, but yeah. So wow. Yeah. So it just takes a lot of nerve. It might be a hint of uh, Asian somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. There, there. Yeah. 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 It's somewhere. You and might... I'm like one percent Jewish, but you know, like everybody from Africa, though. You know, yeah. like. So, hey, real quick before, you know, we're not getting off yet, but do y'all have any questions? Anybody got anything they want to ask Kung Fu DJ? Uh, he's he's wide open. Yeah, and we yeah. need him to be more Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I hear you guys loud and clear. Do you have any I questions for us? Anything for us? Oh, yes, please. Shoot at it. Some people like to go back at us after we didn't win that thing for an hour. <laughs> Did you have any more questions, Mike? Oh, yeah, of course I have. Okay, well, drop another question since he kind of quiet. Yeah, well, this is something, you know, what 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 is one of the gems that you are willing to leave us with today? What is something that you can leave us with to grow up? Yeah, I'm going to leave you with two things. Um, my two favorite, I would call, knowledge drops. One is nothing is ever hard. It's just new. Wow. If you think about anything, anything that you come across that is maybe challenging, it's just because it's new to you. Mm. Wow. I like that. Wow. Yeah. And then the second one that uh, really hit me um, that I love to share is that your thoughts become your emotions and then your emotions become your actions. Right. Most people act out based on their emotions, how they're feeling, happy, sad, mad, whatever. Mm -hmm. So thoughts become emotions, emotions become your actions and then your actions give you results. So if you come to a point in your life where you don't like your results, you have to change your thoughts. Mm. I like that. I like that. That's real. Those are good. Yeah. I like that. Didn't expect that, but uh, no, okay. I appreciate. It. Yeah, okay. so that's, but that's why I'm here. Like, I want to cultivate and and mold myself into the best version of myself as a human being, and physically, and spiritually, and mentally. Because if I want to step out on the world stage and inspire others to do the same. Mm -hmm. How do I not 
be the example of that. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to step out and be a hypocrite. Yeah. Do you ever have any young DJs come up to you and ask you about what you're doing or the same questions we're asking? How did you get to this? Where did you decided to mix the three, the drums, the kung fu and DJ? Yeah. It's like five. It's like five things. Um, Young DJ. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got a couple of younger DJs here in the city that have reached out to me that uh, appreciate what I'm doing, that have asked me for DJ lessons and like uh -huh. MC training. So, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Good, good, good. That's great. So what what got you into uh, being a motivational speaker? Um, I've always liked motivational speaking. And I actually was a motivational speaker um, years ago with my old boss. We would go out and do children's assemblies about perseverance and believing in yourself. And I think that really, um, that, that really stuck with me. Mm. I've always been uh, about helping others. Uh, for a long time, I wanted to be a policeman, a fireman, a, a, you know, a, a paramedic. You know, I wanted to show up and save the day. Um, but, um, <laughs> you know, all, the, all those yeah. things. That's the superhero, superhero coming out. out. Yeah. Exactly. The superhero persona. Exactly. And now, and now it's like, yo, man, sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, you created your own superhero. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. The one and only. Yeah, and, and if you can see that backdrop and you're doing that right now, <laughs> that's what it looks like. Man, man, man. So wow. anything else, Mike? No, well, um, I just want to thank you again for coming on with us. I, uh, I'm, I'm very honored. Uh, I've learned a lot, not just about you, mm -hmm. but just different ways to look at things. And I think that's always that's always great, you know, and I appreciate you for uh, being a person that, you know, you want to daily, daily, you want to be a better version of yourself. And I like that. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it, man. The only person you need to be better than is who you were yesterday. Yeah. Me versus yeah. me. Yes. Yes. And I like no, people that. don't people don't like people lose sight of that, you know. Oh. And so <laughs> how can I how can I step out and entertain but more importantly beyond the entertaining is inspire people to just become better versions of themselves yeah well you know the biggest problem that we have when it comes to things of that nature is everybody likes change but nobody wants to be changed yeah nobody so wants so only those that that desire change and have the courage to change are the ones that can appreciate that. Yeah, change but, is hard, but if you recognize that change is constant, yes. Oh yeah. Then then, then then have no fear. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, we all it's know. the inevitable. It's gonna happen, <laughs> whether you want it or not. Yeah, so exactly, my brothers. Just do it. Real quick, any more questions? We got about five more minutes. Any questions? Anybody got anything they want to ask Kung Fu DJ? Where's his where's his first festival? When is he yeah. gonna when is he gonna reach out to the NBA? Oh uh, man, y'all yeah. We contacted Jeff for agency representation. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, yeah. No, I'm serious, man. I, it just hit me. I said, if you already connected, 
Man, what would it? Because you know the guys, the drummers from Chicago, that they travel around the NBA. You know the ones with the white buckets. Yeah, yeah, the bucket yeah. boys, sure, yeah. And the tumble kids and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a DJ out there playing the drums and doing a quick, you know, 15, 20 minute set. Yes, Ariana, she's she's dropping gems. She said, when are you going to start producing music? Yeah, yeah, I'm working on that right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're in the studio working on something? Man, this this is my studio, right? Right here. And uh I just I just picked up Ableton after going to these conferences and you know, listen to DJ Kova and Flipside talk about Ableton. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, so I used to I used to produce music in high school. I actually used to make remixes uh, for DJs when I was in high school. What? Um, yeah, DJs would reach out to me to make their mixes to promote themselves in a club. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um, I'm very familiar with the how to uh-huh. create. I just don't know Ableton, but yeah, I'm learning right learn now. Yeah, you got to learn the software. And I'm glad you brought that up about conferences. So have, has the conferences helped you or changed anything in your in your work yeah. or business sense when you uh, when you go? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Do you get anything out of them or have you? has it been a change or have you seen changes in your business practices, anything since you've been gone? It's a great question. Yeah, you know, Mars introduced me. Uh, to the Marquee Show. That was the uh-huh. first conference I ever went to. And that kind of just like opened my eyes to the world of DJs, you know, the industry. Mm-hmm. I was very, um, if you couldn't tell, kind of secluded in the Chicago industry, not really knowing about the national industry, if you will. We all and, are. Can we get out and go to Vegas or go to DJX or go right. to anything yeah so after marquee i was like yo and people were talking about am i going to see you in vegas i'm like well first of all i love vegas what are you talking about what's in vegas and then um uh shaney reached out to me about Uh doing the doing the show and being a part of that shot town shady shout out to shot town shaney um and uh i was like yeah cool i want to perform i want to say that kung fu dj performed in Vegas and that was the first appearance, you know. So was that actually that was your first appearance when I saw you in Vegas? Yeah, my first, my first live performance, if you will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Cool. 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 That's, that's man, that's that, really good. That's that's incredible. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, this is really different than you play the drums and he went out and did a kung fu set and was just Yeah, you told me I about was like, the nunchucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is this is crazy. I was like it's really different. He knows how to DJ, and that—that's my. You can you can put you can jump off the roof or whatever. If you can't DJ, you lost me. I don't care what you do after that. If if them songs are, oh man, I'm out. You can just you can sit down after that. But you could you could DJ. You play the drums, but you're a drummer, so a lot of people can get it easy with if they played in the band and stuff. Versus man, I've played so many years with this right here. A metronome. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So any kind of any kind of beat that I hear, I can I can play with it. Cause you hear that. In yeah, you hear that automatic. Your, automatic. Automatic. It's there. Yeah. It's just a part of me. It's like us. We just we just hear that beat, that bass line. We can turn away and not even look and still know, you know. Well, it's yeah. it's something different, and I think you can appreciate this. It's something different when you can hear two songs. 
and you can separate everything and still hear the rhythm. Yeah. yeah oh, we, yeah. Yeah, we take, My, you take out everything except for those bass lines. We don't hear anything else. Or just the snare. My, whatever you mix off of. Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, it's um, it's how musical can I be while I DJ? Because I am a musician. Uh -huh. And I think, you know, the, the DJs that aren't musicians can still do the thing, you know, and, and do it really, really well. But I think having like an understanding of music and phrasing and, you know, how music is constructed, especially when it comes to beats, being a drummer just just helps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hate I dropped out and played basketball, but oh, well. I but I understand your story. Like when you said you started drumming in the ninth grade, yeah, it was the same for me. When I came out of junior high school, I was playing the trumpet. And when I saw okay. the drum line, I always wanted to play the drum. So when they said, what did you play? I said, percussion. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned how to play the snare sitting on the side watching the other guys. Let's go. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I understand that. And it is, and I will say, being a drummer, a drummer, it's it helps you in so many ways when it comes to hearing music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, man, this was great, brother. I really, I'm glad we know more now. We'll hopefully we'll see you and we'll get to talk oh, to yeah. you. Yeah, and, we would definitely. And see uh, we can break bread or do something next time. We're I would love that. We don't make it to Boston, and we can sit down and talk about it. You know, person face to face, where we can mm -hmm. really laugh and joke and talk about it. Yeah, man, I love to laugh. That that is. One of my favorite things to do. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm the first to laugh at my own jokes. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, man, it was great getting to know you, and uh, you know, just learning a little bit more about you instead of just knowing he's the guy that's playing the drums and doing kung fu at the yeah. uh, DJ. Thanks college. for listening. Thanks for hearing. Oh, oh yeah. No, Mike was determined to get you on. He saw you in Chicago. He's like, man, we got to get him on. We got so he chased you down. We both have people that we. Chase down that we want to get on, and I just thought about that. I need to get Shot Town Shanny on here. There um, you go. Like, yeah, get him like on. Her and and uh, we need to get Shanny on. You had you had LG on not too long ago, right? Yeah, we had LG on Romeo. I like LG. He's he, a nice cat. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Mars. We keep saying we're gonna get Mars on. Yeah, but, we gotta catch Mars. I, I uh, Mar Mars. Mars. I'm sure he got plenty to share. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I gotta, yeah. I gotta catch him. We got to catch yeah. him and get him on. Just reach out to him. Just reach yeah, out so to him. You must know we've met a lot of interesting people in Chicago. When we were in Chicago was, so, I enjoyed it. It was so, nice. So now I guess we'll be doing all Boston DJs soon once we mm. go to Boston. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But Oh, yes. Well, well, let's do this before we forget. Please tell the audience where they can find you yeah. on social media. Give us the yeah. social handle. We already know your IG social <laughs> handle, but give it to us again. Yeah, so uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at the Kung Fu DJ T H E K U N G F U D J. Um, I literally was working on uh, my website today. I'm really excited about dropping that. Um, and uh, man, even on Facebook, Kung Fu DJ, Twitch. Are you? What you? On I Twitch? don't really. I don't really go on Twitch. So what? Oh, you do your lives on Instagram? I do my lives on TikTok. TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Okay, you got to get a thousand. Can I borrow some followers? <laughs> yeah. I've never been I able to spare. I have sure. never been able to cultivate that, man. I just, but I'm going to work on it. I'm going to get motivated. You got to yeah. be encouraged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, brother, we thank you. Uh, let the uh, let the kung fu DJ out the bag and stop holding him back and yeah, get him out. Yeah, Put yeah. Brandon in the bag sometime. Yeah, you yeah. know, wow. all, all, all of a sudden, the bar miss will come out and start doing the new chucks. The kids might lose their mind. <laughs> hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You. Nah, I, but you know, hey, as many things as y'all do at bar mitzvahs, man, ain't no telling. You know, you could. That's that's another hundred dollars right there for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, tell them now. Tell famous, uh, what is it, famous DJs? What's the yeah. name? Yeah, tell them, hey. Yeah, we bring Kung Fu to the party. I need a raise. I'm bringing Kung Fu to the party. You got two oh, people. Snap. I need double pay. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, All right, man, we're going to let you go once again. Thank you for hopping on with us, and we look forward to seeing you down the happy trails of this DJ life, man. And Yes. And, yes. Yeah, I want to hear about you being on a festival or doing a halftime at the Dallas Mavericks, man. When you come, invite us so we can sit courtside. Oh, yeah. And we, wow. hey, and we have to stay in touch. Yeah, stay in touch. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. reach out to y'all real soon about this Boston thing. Let's make it happen. I, I'll yeah. tell Tyler to make sure he hit you tomorrow because he, he woke, woke me up this morning. Well, 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 DM me your phone number so that way. I can just give can, it to Tyler. Yeah. yeah. But he's going to be on the show yeah. in two weeks. Yeah, he's going to be on, on the, the show, show in two weeks. Two weeks. Nice. The two of them that run it, uh, him and Jay, are going to be on the show to talk about Harvest and Sam. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. All right. I mean, we're making connections out here, man. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Your, your agent is already working. <laughs> I see. I see. I see it, and I feel it, and I. Well, he asked me because he knew we had you coming on the show, yeah. so I told him I'd, I'd make sure I relay the message, yeah. and I'm doing my part. Hey, you're supposed to. Yeah, I'm, proud I'm of you. doing my part so yeah. he can take care of us. I'm proud. Of you. <laughs> That's what's up. All right. All right, brother. We'll catch up with you later. Take care. Hey, remember the Kanku DJ. Y'all check him out. Oh, uh, check do. out that uh, TikTok stream. I'm going to make sure I go follow you now so I can check it out next time you go. Oh, like yeah. You yeah. You go like I said, I'll, I'll be going live in a, probably uh, about an hour. So okay, I'm going to check it out. Hop on in if you, yeah. if you can. Yeah. Yes, I will do. I'm we'll going to hop in there. Yeah, we will. Yeah, I, I, I watched a lot of your videos. You know, uh, I saw Brandon also, you know, Dancing, yeah, yeah, so. and in the drum line, <laughs> yes, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, we saw yeah. that. Nice, yeah. tight set. So, young Gumble over here now, yeah. Junior Gumble too, is doing his research because <laughs> oh, I'm always researching everybody and coming up with these. But we like to throw nuggets at people that they think we don't know, like uh, what's her name, loves pizza and all that. You know who we talking about, yeah, Rachel. Yeah, <laughs> you so, say pizza DJ female Rachel. Yeah, Rachel, yeah. So we <laughs> like Rachel. She's amazing too. Little yeah. things about you, so we know about you, and uh, can you know? Hey, these guys are really trying to find. You know, they're interested in who I am and what I got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all yeah. right, man. We'll be on here yeah. all night saying good night. Yeah. So, yeah. so we thank you guys. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Two DJs. Don't and forget what we, what we got next week. Who coming? We got DJ KG next week from D Town. Yes, and we're yes. gonna talk about being a club DJ versus being a private DJ, yes. private DJ. Yes, uh, yes, yes. So please join us then. And hey, peace, peace. And we appreciate you, brother. Thank you for coming on. Yes, thank you. Yes. Can you give us a couple moves right quick? <laughs> Oh. Man, watch out! Oh, oh, oh! You knocked Jeff out of the street. Thank you, so, yo, yo. I'm a lover, not a fighter, though. I'm a lover. <laughs> oh my God! Good night, brother. All right. Oh. <laughs> so good. That's so good. Y'all.